Friends, brothers and sisters, children of God, welcome back to Jack the Bridge. Today, we're going to continue to read through, and uh, I'll give you a little commentary uh, about the extremely historic piece of literature, literally an encyclopedia, uh, The Red Network by Elizabeth Dilling, copyright 1934, published by the author, A Who's Who and Handbook of Radicalism for Patriots. I'd like to begin by reading to you the very last article in part one of this book. It is page 99, and it's entitled Fascism. Now, bear in mind as we go through this, some of this reading or writing is a bit arcane. Um, some terms may hurt feelings. But the bottom line is, 
the dedication, the diligence that Ms. Dilling applied to this uh, publication is phenomenal. I don't know that I could do put something neat together like this if I spent the entire rest of my life. It's it's so detailed and it covers so it, this this issue of communism and uh, communism and and the the threats of atheism in sync with communism and socialism and the uh really insidious movement this ancient spiritual battle that's been going on had been going on already but phenomenal how active uh and poignant some of this is not only that but also the the history uh you know time we don't get to do time over but history i'll tell you what uh, i don't believe any of you listening are over 90 and that's about uh you'd, you'd be 89 or 90 if uh you were born by the time that this was published and it's really phenomenal what's happened in the world obviously since since then and um and and with the way that information comes in and I'm going to read this first little bit, and then I'm going to uh, go into chapter, or pardon me, part two, which is organizations, etc. And when I say etc., we're talking about descriptive data concerning more than 460 communist, anarchist, socialist, IWW, or radical pacifist-controlled or infiltrated organizations and other agencies referred in the Who's Who, Part 3. So, let's get back to fascism. We're going to take it. To the bridge, fascism. The bitterest enemy of socialism, communism, resembles socialism in the respect that it gives great power to the states and dictatorship over all industry, employment, education, freedom of the press, etc., the points of difference which make it violently hated by the Reds are its opposition to the, in quotes, class struggle and the subjugation of the bourgeoisie by the dictatorship of the proletariat. Rather, it seeks a harmony between all classes and concedes to industrialists white-collar, professional, as well as laboring workers, a place in, in the social order as necessary parts, not as, in quotes, class enemies, in quote, of the whole, but under state control. It defends some property rights and religion. It opposes Marxist philosophy and the communist and socialist Marxian parties. Fascism in Italy is not anti-Semitic. The problem of the large number of revolutionary Russian Jews in Germany doubtless contributed toward making fascist Germany anti-Semitic. 
Fascism arose in Italy and Germany as the result of the weakness of democracy in combating the Marxian poison, which had been allowed to disintegrate the entire social fabric of these nations with agitations for strife and disunity. It took power at a time in both countries when the choice lay between fascist and red dictatorship. It is the only enemy feared by the Reds because it is the only system which opposes militancy with militancy and puts down one dictatorship by means of another. The price of democratic freedom is eternal vigilance. When a people are too indifferent to the loss of their liberty, too blind to see that unchecked Marxism will result in complete chaos, disunity, and national helplessness, too lazy to bother to protect their form of government, or to govern themselves, then some form of dictatorship will arise to take over the task for them. Unless large numbers of Americans shake off their present indifference to fast-disappearing liberty and to danger from within, and to combat socialism, communism vigorously, some form of fascism will arise in America to battle with socialism for the dictatorship over the indifferent. As the strength of socialism, communism increases, the chance to preserve democracy decreases until eventually fascism becomes the only alternative to socialism, communism. It is late, but not too late to save American democracy if Americans will awaken now. Where are America's leaders? Now, with that brilliant educational battle cry uh, fresh in your minds, um, we'll move on to part two of the Red Network, organizations, etc. Again, descriptive data concerning more than 460 communist, anarchist, socialist, or radicalist, pacifist, controlled or infiltrated organizations and other agencies referred to in the who's who part three. So on to part two, this is an alphabetical order. And this part of this book covers uh, roughly 170, maybe 180 pages. And just to tell you uh, the, the descriptions, not only list people, list names, list addresses, even list meeting times. Um, it's incredible the amount of uh, true um, research that was done. And this is one of those things, kind of like uh, the book that is really incredible written recently, uh, which is considered a live uh, document, which is RFK's book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Anyway, RFK's book is phenomenal. And this is one of those things that it would be 
it would be uh, wonderful to see if this this was a live document because we can look in some of these organizations and in in history and so many of these organizations still exist completely. Um, just so you get a a through Z, or actually uh, Y, because the final um, list the listed organizations are actually the YMCA YWCA. Um, the first listed one is the Abraham Lincoln Center Unity, in quotes. Um, I'm going to just read a few different excerpts that I, I picked out. And I'm actually just going to stay within A's at this point. The other point I want to make is this this whole section, this second section, has its own glossary. It has its own glossary and several, um, it's called Explaining Some Red Terms. And there's also a, a list for uh, those less familiar with, with uh, really office documents. So many facsimiles of letters that were written and and have lists of letterhead letterheads listed down the, the right and left columns of some of these pages and signed by people who are senators or higher ups in some of these companies that were um the companies or organizations uh because really this is it's it's a mix of of companies organizations and and uh, and we'll see uh it's evident uh in in even literature about unions the uh, pervasive goal of smash, you know, like crushing Christian Christianity and um, Christian ideals and constitutionalism. Uh, this actually is really useful. So I'm going to go right to the glossary right now. The first term. This, uh, this uh, incidentally, is not in alphabetical order. I'm kind of shocked because everything I've seen so far in this book seems to have been. Back to it. Explaining some red terms. Proletariat. The poorest class of society. Those who own no savings, property, business, insurance, or other investment and Hire no labor. Bourgeoisie. Small property, investment, or business owning class. Exploiters. All who collect profit from investments, rents, or labor of others. All bourgeoisie are exploiters and all proletarians are exploited. Class consciousness. The sense of being exploited and eager for the class struggle. Class war or class struggle. The struggle of the proletariat to set up a dictatorship over the bourgeoisie, first by strikes, and quotes, daily struggles against employers, landlords, and bourgeois governmental authorities leading to revolution, seizure of governmental power, then the subjugation of the bourgeoisie by force or liquidation 
After 16 years, the class war is still going on in Russia to purge it from the bourgeois class enemies. Class enemy, one who hinders the proletariat in any way from carrying out its program of dictatorship. Liquidate, to get rid of. It may mean getting rid of bourgeois ideas by education, but more frequently in Russia, it means getting rid of persons by shooting, exile, or by giving them the wolf card, in quotes. That is, disenfranchising them by refusing them food, housing, or job cards without which the government, being the sole landlord, employer, and storekeeper, the victim is turned out to wander and finally die of starvation. Millions were thus liquidated in 1933 as class enemies. Caters or cadres. Leaders forming a skeleton military organization capable of engineering revolution, revolutionary uprising. All Communist Party members who are a promising national material as military officers are trained either by enlistment in National Guard and other bourgeois organizations. They're to act as traitors at the moment of uprising or by the Red Front League affiliated with the Young Communist League in, in parentheses, see Red Army in USA and other workers defense organizations. Left wing, the most radical or extreme element in any organization. A leftist is one of the left wing. Right wing, the most moderate or conservative element in any organization. Centrists, those occupying a position between left and right wings. Reactionary or rightist. Tending toward the conservative and away from the radical. Collectivize. To take private property and put it under collective management and ownership. Farmers in Russia give up their homes, stock, and tools to be used as part of a collective farm upon which they work as employees and receive such share of the proceeds as the party and farm authorities give them. Capitalism, the system of government which defends private ownership of business and property. Socialism, collectivized or state ownership of property, business, employment, means of production, the opposite from private ownership. Its slogan, production for use and not for profit. Worker. A communist is always a worker. Non-communists are always exploiters in communist literature. Supposedly only communists work. Classless society. The objective of socialism, communism, the state-owned and controlled society under which all receive an equal income, the profit motive being replaced by punishment. He who does not work does not eat, etc. New social order. 
This is 1934, keep in mind. New social order and cooperative commonwealth. Socialism, communism. Let's read that last that last detail, that last component of the glossary again. Yes, okay, I will. New social order and cooperative commonwealth defined as socialism communism well hmm some things barely change uh, you know, this the cycle comes back around so there's this really very interesting quote and it's not only a quote but it's it has to do with a definition and i'm just doing my best to locate it right now so one of the largest and most significant organizations listed um in in the A's is the ACLU. Um, but before I even go there, because I have read through this book, and I have to confess, there's no way I could have read every every word in here. But uh, I I found this really this definition that is very it really resonates and and listen to this and and you. Um, this specific audience, us brothers and sisters will really get this. Um, this is in quotes, uh, a definition, professional patriots, an ACLU publication. Its distribution was listed as work in hand for 1927 in the ACLU. 1926 report. The book was edited by Norman Hapgood, whose wife was then a director of the American Society for Cultural Relations with Russia, a communist subsidiary. It ran serially in the Communist Daily Worker, June 1927, as communist propaganda. In it, Hapgood attempts to show that all outstanding patriot societies which fight the ACLU and communism are motivated in doing so by greedy commercialism or cowardice. The term professional patriot was eagerly taken up by the Reds and is now popularly used by them to scornfully describe anyone who opposes them. Now, does that sound a little like conspiracy theorist? Well, I myself am a conspiracy therapist. You know, because you got to sit through and, and wait for people as uh, they wake up. If, if, if they will allow you to wake them up. Uh, you know, some of them cry. They, they don't want to. The, the truth it hurts feelings, for goodness sakes. Anyway, you know, you know what it's like to be hurt, and I hate that. 
Yeah, so you know, it's it's very sad for uh people who are so hurt by uh well people who care about the world around them or uh care about the, the, the good and um and over time I think wisdom helps us to, to be more discerning and really look through and and um be more incisive in which this this woman uh this this Ms uh, this Elizabeth Dilling was I mean cutting brilliant person getting on the front lines or in the trenches as I guess they used to say in World War 1 I don't know if anyone saw that Gallipoli movie. I saw that way back with Mel Gibson. And he's turning out to be a hell of a guy, huh? A hell of a Christian and a hell of a patriot. Him and Jim Caviezel, God bless them. And let's see what happens as the media continues to, well, just like they're doing with a couple other popular uh, people who seem to uh, be very good at at um, sharing the truth. So when you share the truth, truth tellers in narcissistic families, as I found out, are, uh, oh, they're punished. So things happen. But we can't get our feelings too hurt, right? We can't take anything personally. We've just got to keep moving on and always do our best. So I'm going to just read One description here to start. This is the uh, one of the listings, a short listing. The American Anti-Bible Society, Inc., organized by 4A. Now, 4A is an anarchist's organization. Uh, that's something I've learned, too. Um, organized by 4A, Mr. Rect, R-E-C. H.T., who attended to the papers of incorporation, was the legal representative of the Soviet government in this country. See New York Herald Tribune, August 3rd, 1927. Officers, President James L. Elliott, Vice President O.H. Bailey, National Secretary William S. Bryan, with a Y. It announces the subject of the American Anti-Bible Society is to discredit the Bible. The budget for the first year calls for $83,000. Headquarters for the anti-biblical literature. If it's against the Bible, we have it. Catalog free on request. 119 East 14th Street, New York City. The American Association for the Advancement of Atheism. In quotes, food, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God, unquote. But the 4A, whose slogan is kill the beast, religion, says 
to hell with compromise. The foray is here to ensure a complete job in the wrecking of religion. Killing the beast is rough work, and those who are afraid of its claws might at least keep quiet. But we shall ignore their wailings. We offer no apology for our tactics. We sneer and jeer at religion and shall continue doing so until it is laughed out of existence. The supernatural does not exist. There is no God. Religion deserves no more respect than a pile of garbage. It must be destroyed. Beneath this article of tactics, it appear in the 1929 official report of the foray appears a picture of the misguided youth then National Secretary of the Junior Atheist League of the foray who has now returned to Christianity, Albert Diner, Diner Bell. He tells me how he was drawn into atheism and communism by propagandists planted in the very seminary in which he was studying for the ministry. A severe automobile accident which brought him to death's door and long semi-consciousness seemed also to bring to him the guilty consciousness of what he was doing. For March 1929 to July 1931, he served as National Secretary of the Junior Atheist League of the 4A at the same time acting as New York Secretary of the Young Communist League under the Communist Party name, his own spelled backwards of R. L. R. Trebla. During that time, he met many Christian, in quotes, ministers and others on the friendly terms of fellow opponents of Christ. His notebook, kept to jot down the affiliations of office callers and correspondents, contains names, contains names, which, if published with proof, should blow the lid off certain church organizations. He was shocked even before his conversation, his conversion, he says, when a high official of the Federal Council of Churches, now serving openly on a communistic committee, came into his office and gave him, as secretary, a $50 donation for atheist communist camps. Anyway, that's just the beginning of that description of the American Association for Advancement of Atheism. Um, staying within that... Uh, in in the heading of atheist literature, here we go. Atheist literature. Tons tons of tracts and quotes are sent out. The June nineteen thirty two report says. At the last printing of leaflets and folders, a total of three hundred thousand copies was run off. Previous to that, and during the year 1929, we had printed 50,000 copies of Uncle Sam's Mistress, the church, in parentheses, 100,000 copies of Read Without Fear, 20,000 copies of What is Religion, 110,000 copies of The Bible in Balance. We're sold. Most of this is literature. Most of this literature is sold to members and friends at costs or less than cost by them given away. Now that we have a ground 
floor store on one of the city's busiest streets. A considerable number of leaflets and folders is given away each day to passers-by who are invited by a large sign to help themselves. Atheist literature specializes in obscenity. The title of an article in the April 29. The 1929 report is the cohabitation of church and state, Uncle Sam's mistress. The leaflet mentioned above says in part, the church calls herself the bride of Christ, but as he does not support her, she is forced into dishonorable relations. This kept woman of the state is supposed to repay those from whom the state collects money by looking after their morals. But what is the conduct of the church worth as a moral example? We might as well hire one of those females called gold diggers to train our daughters in virtue. A little further down the page, under the heading Hypocrites Brawl about Howell about Russia, the June 1930 report tells how President Smith of the 4A in defense of the Soviet Russia of Soviet Russia's persecutions of Christians addressed an audience of 15,000 at the New York Coliseum March 16, 1930. In quotes the first annual trial of God, a blame-giving service held in New York, November 26, 1930, under the auspices of the 4A, Inc., on the assumption for the day only that God exists, blame-giving day has been officially established by the association as a day of protest against Thanksgiving services. It is hoped and expected many such services will be held in each state, at the Union next blame-giving day, and in coming years until Thanksgiving is abandoned. A parody of the Lord's Prayer is said to be said in unison follows on a modern doxology of numerous verses beginning, Blame God from whom all cyclones blow. Oh, man, this is going to piss me off. Anyway, blame God from whom all cyclones blow, break, Blame him when rivers overflow. Blame him who swirls down house and steeple, who sinks the ship and drowns the people. And ending, for clergy who with hood and bell demand your cash or threaten hell, blame God for earthquake shocks. And then let all men cry aloud, Amen. The report of the mock trial for 1931 follows, in which God is called public enemy number one. Wolsey Teller opened in saying, I am sorry to announce that God cannot be with us this afternoon, as there is a, new, a law in New York State against his personal appearance on the platform. His son Jesus is absent also, peacefully being dis digested in the stomachs of those pious persons persons who ate him this morning at early mass we can picture jesus today as being mixed up with turkey and cranberry sauce etc etc a verdict of guilty was rendered against god for his benevolence and another such trial was held 1932 when recently the Ingersoll Forum, our New York branch, announced in a lecture by Mr. Wolsey Treller on crazy Jesus the atheist would impersonate the New Testament character, the more clearly to demonstrate 
the absurdities of the actions and teaching. We were warned by our lawyer and representation of the deity of a religious sect is prohibited in this state. 1930 report. So the final um, excerpt I'll read you now is, is really the rebuttal from that last ranting uh, by this man, Wolsey Teller. Wolsey Teller. Christian sermons from atheists. There is much food for thought on the part of Christians in the following dissertations taken from 4A reports on the church drift to atheism. Ironically enough, they are powerful sermons from atheists. The religious forces have cause for alarm. Divided by internal strife, they possess neither the power nor the courage to expel heretics. Christians cannot agree upon anything except their name. Protestantism is breaking up, and whenever its adherents attempt to cooperate with Catholics, they get a slap in the face. Atheism in America today may be likened into a huge iceberg, of which the visible peak is but a small part of the submerged mountain. Churches are becoming secular, preaching anything except the old-time Orthodox religion. They are becoming social centers with just enough of nominal religion to escape taxation. Sermons on books are more popular than those on the barbaric doctrine of the atonement. The clergymen are bewildered. They do not know what to preach. Evolution explodes their doctrines. They are declining in number and quality. Church leaders are now even opposing, even oppose missionizing the Jews, thereby confessing, in effect, that Christianity is only a religion, not the religion. The clergy are so honeycombed with heretics that they are powerless to expel known heretics. The only real cleavage is between the modernists and fundamentalists. They cannot force the issue in their conventions, and they dare not withdraw from their denominations. Most college graduates are godless. The number of churches is increasing in which the monologue called prayer is omitted. The spread of atheism was never faster. It is not measured by the growth of atheist groups, but by the decline of religious beliefs as a controlling factor in the lives of men. The drift of the age is away from religion. Is this the falling away in spiritual wickedness in high places, prophesized for the era before Armageddon? The loss of faith causes consternation among the Orthodox, who are powerless to arrest the movement. The reconcilers, the liberals, and the modernists are heroically saving the ship of Christianity by throwing her cargo overboard. With what zeal the Fosdicks, the Matthews, and the whole crew of rescuers toss out, first the Garden of Eden and the flood, followed by the virgin birth, atonement, and the resurrection. Then they gain a victory by getting rid of hell and heaven and of the devil and God, though with much ado, they 
keep the name of the last. They may save the vessel of ecclesiasticism, but how long will man sail the seas in an empty ship? They will go ashore and enjoy life with the atheists. We welcome the aid of the modernists and pledge them our fullest cooperation in ridding the world of fundamentalism, of any serious acceptance of Christian theology. The supreme literary honor was conferred last year upon avowed atheist when the Nobel Prize was given to Sinclair Lewis, author of the Main Street, and Elmer Gantry, a terrific indictment of evangelical religion. There is much atheism in the church. Heresy is rampant among the clergy, a few of whom openly express their rejection of religious dogma without fear of expulsion. Even the Methodist Church now tolerates clergymen such as Reverend James Hardy Bennett of New York, who preached that Jesus was physically the son of Joseph and Mary, who told the virgin story to shield themselves February 1928. Why do men stay in the pulpit? Some of them must stay or starve. They know no trade. Among them are atheists and even members of the 4A. A letter is then quoted from an atheist minister wishing to leave the ministry with this comment. In quotes, if any member or friend will contribute $200 for the special purpose of freeing this prisoner of the pulpit, the 4A will liberate him and announce his name. Most denominational schools are hotbeds of heresy. As it is impossible for any educational institution to maintain any degree of dignity without teaching evolution, which inevitably undermines religion, these schools, even when controlled by fundamentalists, are often compelled to employ infidels who are hypocrites from necessity. Members of the 4A are teaching in Catholic and fundamentalist colleges. The growth of what is called humanism together with the establishment of a few churches and societies for its propagation, caused considerable discussions during the year. However, such humanists, for reasons of expediency, shun the title atheist when they they are godless. Consequently, are, we welcome their aid in overthrowing Christianity and all other religions based upon the supernatural. That's from the June 1930 report. There is a marked increase in the use of the word atheist to designate the opponent of religion. The change is for the better. Atheist is the logical title for whoever has no God. Formally, for weighty reasons, the titles of liberal, rationalist, and free thinker were adopted because of their uncertainty and meaning. Under Cover timid atheists are helping to undermine religion by demanding a new concept of God. These critics profess to be searching for the true God. They might as well search for the true witch or a true hobgoblin. Modernism is unworthy of serious notice. It is intellectual mush, a disgusting mass of figurative language. The downfall of Christianity is presaged by the passing of hell, which inevitably drags heaven with it. 
since the two have the same foundation, if the one is figurative, so much is the other. Much as we dislike the modernists because of their illogical compromising, we must recognize that for many modernists, for, for many modernism is a stopover on the road to atheism. Perhaps we should have little little more patience with these, our weaker brothers, who are unable to go straight from orthodoxy to atheism without resting at the camps of liberalism along the way. Modernism being no abiding place for a reasoning mind, some of them will yet arrive. For the present, we should train our guns principally on such religious stand patterns as the Roman Catholic Church and the Protestant hotbeds of fundamentalist fundamentalism. The American Tract Society deserves special attention. Modernists seem to attack atheism only to screen their own unbelief. No better proof of the contention that the church is losing ground can be given than that modernists are now in control of all the larger Protestant denominations and working from the inside discredit the basic teachings of Christianity and the name Christianity. We now hear of the that absurdity, a creedless faith, of persons who believe without believing anything Thus, Christianity slowly dissolves, but the good work of modernists not only does not lessen the need of atheist propaganda. The advance guard is always the most important unit in the army. We must continue to lead the way. That's from the June 1933 report. Um uh, the next thing I, I'm just going to read you two more little parts of this because they are the, this is the continuation of the 4A organization, uh, and this is their ten demands. The ten demands of the 4A, and the 4A again is an anarchist or atheist, pardon me, organization. Uh, I think established in the early 20s. The Ten Demands of the 4A. 1. Taxation of church and property. 2. Elimination of chaplains and sectarian institutions from public payrolls. 3. Abrogation of laws enforcing Christian morals and restricting the rights of atheists. 4. Abolition of the oath in courts and at inaugurations. 5. Non-issuance of religious proclamation by chief executives. Six, removal of in God we trust from coins and the cross from above the flag. And the cross from above the flag. I guess the cross was always above the flag. Uh, probably at the White House back when this was happening. And I wonder, hmm. Now what do we got? Well, next to the flag, between the flag, we got a we got what a <coughs> a spectral sandwich. Okay, back to the bridge. Pardon me. Seven, exclusion of the Bible as a sacred book from the public schools. 
8. Suppression of the bootlegging of religion through dismissing pupils from religious instructions during school hours. Oh, wow. So they were already trying to put an end to catechism, which I, I went to plenty, to school with plenty of kids. I was Protestant, but all my Catholic friends used to leave a little earlier, I think on Wednesdays, and leave and go to catechism. And they get the bus there and everything. Um, nine, secularization of marriage with divorce upon request. Well, I personally don't have a problem with that, but that's um, my own my own cross to bear. Ten, repeal of the anti-evolution and anti-birth control laws. Wow. The five fundamentals of atheism. One, materialism. The doctrine that matter with its ind indwelling property force constitutes the reality of the universe. Two, sensationalism. The doctrine that all ideas arise out of sensation and that therefore man can have no conception of an infinite God or of ultimate causation, or that absolute moral imperative, which certain philosophies have made the foundation of theism. Three, evolution, the doctrine that organisms are not designed, but have evolved mechanically through natural sexual bullshit, excuse me, um, for the existence of evil, the beneficent omnipotent being who cares for many? Five, hedonism, the doctrine that happiness here and now should be the motive of conduct. And with that, I'm going to finish this for tonight. Uh, it's Saturday night. And um, wherever you find yourself today, whatever you find yourself doing, Know that Jesus Christ loves you, and I do too. And if you just bow your head with me, for me, the sun's going to go down in, I think, 28 minutes. I believe this is uh, got quite a few late sunsets in a row. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. And the power. And the glory forever. Amen. Thank you so much for being here, and Godspeed.
Welcome to the 